of Daredevil. I watched the trailer, man. This looks like Born Again. And the showrunner was like, there's a lot of Born Again. There's also some Guardian Devil. And my heart leapt into my throat. In order to tell Guardian Devil, I borrowed from so many sources, right? So when you get borrowed from, you're like, there you go. The wheel keeps turning. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to season four of We Need to Talk About Kevin. Starring me, Trevor Drinkwater, <laughs> and as always, uh, Ted. Ted is by my What's side. Up? Hold on. <laughs> okay, uh, Ted, just Ted. <laughs> <laughs> it's Trevor. It's me. It's Trevor and Ted. We're back with another season of We Need to Talk About Kevin, and we have a very. It's a very special. It's it's comic book month, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Comic Book Month in America. It's 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 Comic Book Month here on We Need to Talk About Kevin, uh, which means that unfortunately we're going to be reading uh, more of Kevin Smith's comics. Uh, and this this week, this episode, we are discussing Kevin's uh, legendary run on Daredevil, uh, which was, I believe, his first uh, comics work. If I'm not mistaken, uh, yeah, I think so. This run is titled Guardian Devil. And we have a very special uh, guest with us to talk about it. One of the hosts of Parents Just Don't Understand, making his first solo guest appearance on We Need to Talk About Kevin. <laughs> it's Chris Woodward. What's up, fellas? Hey. How's it going, Chris? How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. So uh, I want to I say right off the bat before we get to this, we invited Chris on this podcast because uh, it was a while ago now, but he posted that he bought uh, the trade the trade paperback for this run. Oh, do you yeah. want to explain yourself, Chris? Oh yeah, you you own this. Uh, <laughs> I, I do. It's this it's, co- this comic in physical form. Yeah, the, the evidence is sitting right here. Uh, so um, I've like I've really gotten into Daredevil uh, a couple years ago, and I decided that uh, he's like. He has a lot, but he does not as much um, issues and trades and stuff as like a Batman. So it'd be like feasible to try and read as much as like almost everything. So uh, as part of that, I was like, well, I guess I have to get Kevin Smith's damn book. And so have to. It's, yeah. it's an interesting way to, to put it that you have to. Now, you're aware that you can read comic books for free, right? Like you don't have to actually buy them yes. and uh, support uh, uh, the work of <laughs> monsters like Kevin Smith with your hard-earned money. Well, the good news is I did buy it used, so. Okay, well, okay. that's a little better. Well, that's pretty good, yeah. All right, I'm much more well, accepting of that. Well, uh, I, I think, so I guess obviously you, uh, Ted is a big Daredevil fan. Sounds like you're a Daredevil fan. I'm not like a huge Daredevil guy. This is These are probably the first Daredevil comics I've read, so not a great introduction. That sucks, <laughs> but, um, Oh, man. But um, but you're also, if I'm not mistaken, a lawyer, which means that uh, you can, and, you know, Matt Murdock being a lawyer, we can uh, benefit from a real life lawyer's uh, perspective. Well, as cheesy as it is, that's actually why I was like, oh, you know what? Daredevil's a lawyer. I should probably start reading his stuff. You know, it's it's good to have representation. Most people, Daredevil is representation in another way, but... Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Ted, well, Ted. I was gonna say Ted is drawn to Daredevil because Daredevil is blind, and Ted is also uh, disabled in in a, in a, a different sort of way. 
Uh, but we don't okay, need to get no, into it. I'm drawn to Daredevil because he's <laughs> Irish Catholic, uh, like me. <laughs> and he he's he's constantly having just really, really ridiculous bouts of faith in un non-faith. I don't know. And uh I noticed some other parallels with Ted. He apparently really hates women. Yeah. Uh, re- okay, just, that's fair. Just absolutely despises <laughs> women. Uh, uh and you know tr- tries tries to, uh he complains about women and how they've ruined his life. He try he actually I hurts think- he beats up a woman at one point in this comic. Okay, uh, Black Widow. She could kick his ass too. I think that's uh, fine. No, but right? he beat, but he beat her up very maliciously. She w- wasn't trying well. to fight him. He was fully the aggressor. <laughs> but he was under he was the on influence drugs. of a yeah he, yeah <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. I, I do. He was under. Point he out, he, so he they, had been drugged. He was under the influence of an emotional yeah. manipulation type of fantasy drug. Yeah. So not totally this, his fault. This um. It's explained, I'm kind of getting in the weeds already, but this drug that he was given is explained that it's like, it's a very intense, like, psychedelic that makes you very open to suggestion. (laughs) But at no point did anybody, like, say anything that would make him really mad about women. He just kind of goes off on that. That doesn't, that's not really tied into any, really anything else. Um, Well, there's two, two that's pretty cool. Two points about this. What, one of them is that, uh, well, I mean, Black Widow later suggests that uh, that the that was just enhancing the resentment for women that he already had, <laughs> which is very. Uh, oh, by the way, the the fucking. I mean, this is uh, written by Kevin Smith, so obviously the writing of the female characters is so fucking horrendous. Uh, well, yeah, the writing in general, but, but the, the, the hand- especially the, the female characters, the handling yeah. of female characters in this is classic Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the two major female characters, which are Black Widow and uh, Karen Page, are uh, both of the, it's made clear to us that both of them are huge sluts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Both, both, what the fuck? And uh, that Matt Murdock like judges them constantly for it. Yeah. Oh, but oh. like in a way where he's like, but I don't. But to me, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, to yeah. me, yeah. you know what? I don't. I'm not that upset. Other people might say you're a whore and a slut, but not me. You're you're cool. Yeah. In my well, book. actually, when he's when he's really mad, uh, and uh, uh, what's when he's called paranoid, uh, uh Karen Page, uh, uh, from the effects of the the drug that he's on, uh, he's like say saying like, oh yeah, you are always fucking around on me. You were cheating on me with Tony Stark. The Avengers used to call you a whore. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe that was his internal monologue. I forget. But um, oh, oh yeah. He, he, here's a little bit of uh, this is an example that uh, stood out to me uh, early on in the first scene where he's talking to Black Widow, uh, and I guess he, he like called her on the phone because he was horny or something. Or well, I guess he wasn't horny. He missed her. But anyway, so. This is this is Black Widow. You'll never change, Matthew. You're so unable to face the fact that, heroics aside, you're just a man, no different than the rest. My self-respect almost demands that I pummel you for your presumptuous boorishness. But unlike myself, I can embrace the baggage of my own humanity. Zip, couch, or roof. <laughs> so, like, first of all, just... Uh, an atrociously bad and confusing monologue like what the fuck is this lady talking about and then also like it's just a roundabout way of her being like but yes i do want to fuck you yeah i I, I am dtf (laughs) 
It, it's so, she's it's like so kind weird. of negging him. Like it, she's like, how dare, how dare you call me to hook up with you? What you're, you're a yeah. fucking freak, dude. Now let's go do it on the roof. <laughs> yeah, first of all, why the roof? He has a fully furnished apartment. He's got a bed, right? Like what? <laughs> His place is what? pretty nice. Why are couch and roof the only two options? You know, and that, and then so, so yeah, so it makes it clear that she's a big slut. And uh, this is, I, I don't talk about women this way, but this is the way the comic regards her. Is what I mean. Uh, <laughs> so he doesn't talk then, about women this and then, way. And, on and then the Karen Page. Oh yes, yeah, so. Karen, <laughs> <laughs> I only talk about women this way on the podcast, uh, you know. But so when Karen Page first comes back, because she's uh, dumped him six months ago and gone off to L.A., she comes back and tearfully reveals to him that uh, that she has AIDS, and, <laughs> and then it's oh, it's const- and then we're constantly reminded uh, throughout the rest of the comic that she's a filthy junkie and she's like a former porn star and she yeah. slept with God knows how many men. It yeah. keeps getting brought up. And in a moment of anger, um, Daredevil says to her, like, <laughs> like when she <laughs> when she's been led to believe that this baby, we haven't explained the baby yet, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot going on. But, but anyway, and, so she and thinks none of it. The, the best part, none of it matters. There's yeah, a none lot of it matters. It's, comic, a, bu- it's a bunch end, of it's all pointless. Bullshit. But, but everybody's yeah. so, like, well, maybe you did this to yourself. You ever think about that? Maybe you deserve this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. She, she, so she's being led to believe that the reason she has AIDS is because of some kind of devil curse. And and she's saying that. And then and then Daredevil is all like, oh, shut up. It's because you're a big slut and you're sleeping around <laughs> and you're a junkie. And like, speaks so fucking awful to her. Yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> I, I do love the way that Karen phrases it a couple times. You're like, where she says, so you mean I have AIDS because of that baby? <laughs> That's so funny. But anyway, uh, okay, so so I, we should get into recapping it, but I, 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 but I just wanted to mention, so those two major uh, female characters were reminded again and again that they're slutty, but then the, only, then the other one is a girl who's like a teen girl who's literally a Virgin Mary character. Like... <laughs> the, it's like yeah. he's like literally he's doing the madonna horror complex in the most literal way because if you're a woman I, if you're a woman in this comic you're you're either you're either a whore or you're the literal virgin mary although not really i do want to say of the twist this, but <laughs> there there are technically two other female characters there is uh apparently foggy's mom who they work for oh i don't yeah. know this it seems like this was from well, okay. a previous run or something so, oh well the other two characters are their moms and they're both moms who betray them yeah uh, so yes exactly so that's the other kind of that's the other kind of bad woman that can exist uh, uh, uh I, a I mom should say, who forsakes uh, so, her son and then there's like a slutty ex-girlfriend and then of course you have the virginal pure uh, pregnant child. <laughs> I, I do want to say that that Matt Murdock's mom, her character is from um uh oh god what's Born it Again the Frank the Frank yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um the Frank Miller run Born Again which is excellent uh-huh. uh she's not an awful character in that go read that um I feel like uh, quite quite a lot of what we see in this comic is probably from Frank Miller's writing <laughs> yes. so it, it's it's. A lot of it is from Frank Miller, but it's from Kevin's really boring, yes. really annoying like experience with religion. It's not Frank Miller's like sort of insane like 
frustrations with yeah. religion so it sucks like Ke- Ke- i mean Kevin's there's multiple idea, reasons it sucks but. and i mean it's interesting to note that this he was must have been writing this at around the same time that he was making dogma because these issues came out 98 99 dogma was 1999 so uh i think i think re- in the foreword he does it, it that that's correct that this was oh, like yeah. either right Definitely before or during dogma. <laughs> but um and, but anyway his idea <laughs> of exploring uh catholicism is creating this uh fake uh catholic type scenario where mm. real life uh christian mythology is happening but then revealing in a, a exhausting uh twist that all of that was fake and none of it was ha- happened and it was just a guy messing with uh daredevil <laughs> it's it's one of those twists where you could not have possibly seen it coming and for the absolute worst reason yes. yeah because it doesn't make sense <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 it makes it so much more sense for it to be real Christian miracles mm-hmm. than the stupid ass yeah. fucking Mysterio. Mysterio going to these incredibly elaborate lengths to trick Daredevil into thing When Daredevil isn't even a guy that he really knows that well or has history with, but there's some convoluted They mentioned that they met once. For what? some, so Myster- yeah. uh, I, Mysterio is dying, and for some convoluted reason, he wants to get killed by Daredevil and not Spider Man because Spider Man wasn't available that week or something. It was a different <laughs> Spider Man. It was um, uh, but we see oh, Peter Parker Spider Man. Yeah, later I don't the, know, man. Later in the comic, we see Peter Parker as Spider Man. Yeah, and Mysterio spent a whole year creating this elaborate. A uh, thing to completely fuck with Daredevil, ruin his life, kill a bunch of people in the process, uh, uh, impregnate, secretly impregnate, uh, inseminate a, a child in her sleep. Yeah, <laughs> effectively <laughs> raping all of this her. Insane, you know? all, yeah, all of this insane shit just to get Daredevil to kill him when like he doesn't even know Daredevil like that. <laughs> no, no, it's. Uh, <laughs> He he has like one like he was like well I'm like a C lister and you're basically a C lister too that's what that's no, why why nobody would fucking talk like that no. that's such Kevin Smith garbage where like well it's the, the character yeah. having characters talk about themselves the way a person who reads comic exactly. books outside of the world of the comic book would describe them yes rather yeah. than thinking of them as like people and like how would they actually talk and think yeah. It's uh, so. Should we go into like? Yeah, we should. I guess we should rewind it. That that was the twist. But wait till you hear the yeah. uh, big setup to the twist. <laughs> so, um, the the book starts out with. Oh, I'm already this... so fucking mad. God damn it! <laughs> it's we... really bad. But <laughs> this, this the book sucks, starts out with you guys. This young girl with a baby running away from some evil no, no, no. looking. Wait, man. no. Wait, no. It it starts out with a letter. It, we have to get the entire text of oh, a very long you. letter oh. written to him by his oh. ex-girlfriend. Okay, can I just say, I, I, it, it employs the trope of like, um, you know, where if something's written, uh, you see it in like semi-cursive type stuff. I hate yeah. that in comic books. It's it, awful. It sucks. It's never readable. Also, you didn't need any of that. Well, like, no. All, yeah. it's do- no. all it's doing is establishing that they're broken up. And like you could have like had just a quick like glance at the end of the letter or something. It could be, yeah, but it could be a note on his desk that says goodbye. Sl- yeah, like dash yeah. Karen. That could be it. Here's it, what I realized: <laughs> uh, uh, comics are the perfect medium 
for Kevin to indulge in his need to never shut the fuck up mm. because <laughs> he gets to have he gets to have unlimited uh, space to fucking drone on and on. Being able to like have character internal monologues in writing is like no one should ever let Kevin Smith have that. The his, his fucking the the way his fucking dialogue drones on and on is bad enough. But now, like we get Kevin doing internal monologues of characters and writing letters, mm. really badly trying to imitate uh, Frank Miller's writing, which we talked about with the Batman one Ugh. too, so- where he's trying to do that Frank Miller style hard boiled narration stuff and he sucks so much at it yeah. it's so bad it's because he's a fucking nerd like he's a and he's he a just little goes, dweeb I, I, I have <laughs> no clue why he decided to focus his energies on visual mediums because he clearly is only gives a shit about the written word and like so like in comic book form it's just pages and pages and pages yeah. of uh, captions and giant word bubbles yeah. where it's captions like captions taking up the whole panel yeah. like the the when with the part with the letter like the second page is almost entirely consumed by the the captions i just skipped over that so anytime there's like a letter or like a long page like you can just skip over because you're not losing yeah. anything in the plot i'm, like, I'm swiping through it and there are <laughs> There are more words per page in this than uh, genuinely, I think, any comic I have ever read. This is absurd. Yeah, have you ever tried reading like old like sixties like Stan Lee, Jack Kirby comics and stuff like that? Like those have tons yeah. of words because they're they're always like St- Spider Man's always like, haha, I'll get you with my web shooters now, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Electro. But like this still has way way more words than that. Yeah, like those anytime- have words in the way it's like this could teach a child kind of how to read because it's just describing what's going on the panel. Yes. These words are just really, really, really explicit. Like these is this is what the characters are feeling, and it sucks. It's, he's always using the most words that he can. Mm-hmm. Like th- there's nothing that a character like could say or could add to any little speech that they don't. There's no brevity in any context. Like, it's just, there's just so, so much. I, I'm I'm looking through, I'm flipping through the scene right now where the old guy, Mr. Maccabees, first shows up in Matt's office yeah. to talk to him. Good Lord, these fucking speech bubbles, just paragraphs and paragraphs of explaining a really simple fucking straightforward thing. You know, it's yeah. a fucking baby. It's a vir- it's a virgin birth. It's the Antichrist. We need to kill it. It's so simple. And he fucking drones on and on about it. Oh, I just got to the I have AIDS page. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, th- this this was something I saw that was funny when this is in mass internal dialogue, internal monologue. And like, uh, you know, this is Daredevil. He's like a cool, edgy, hard boiled character or whatever. Um, he says. I, I, okay, so he's listening to the guy's heartbeat and he knows that he's telling the truth. Okay, that's kind of, conf- whatever, we'll get into that later. He says, I'm suddenly very befuddled, dot, 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 and very scared. Ugh. You're befuddled, dude? <laughs> what the fuck? Why is Daredevil in his internal narration, in his own thoughts, saying, I'm very befuddled? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm always thinking that, dude. I'm always like, like Damn, wow, I'm yeah. befuddled right well, now. And, and but and that- wait. But it doesn't make any sense that these guys that he so like he has the magic ability to tell whether anyone's telling the truth or not by their heartbeat. 
and he makes it clear that he can tell this guy is telling the truth. But of course, we know that he's actually Mysterio. Right. And everything he's saying is a fucking lie. <laughs> so that doesn't make sense. OK, so the, the Daredevil <laughs> and the heartbeat thing is like that's a consistent trope throughout all all of Daredevil. Yeah. Comics. So, yeah, you just yeah. kind of got I, 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 I assumed it was. Yeah, but, can, but it's but, extremely well, cool. So, yeah, no, you know. well, no, 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 no. I, I'm not making fun of that part. But, yeah, but, but, the, but oh, the fact but that yeah. the way the way the way Kevin writes it though is that like he has to like explain it every time. That, that's another thing that he does is he's always exp- uh, he does that he did this in his Batman run too. He's always explaining things about the character, like as if to show you how much he knows mm-hmm. about the history of the comics. Yes, like the character is always saying like, "Oh, this is like the time I did this or that," and referencing like a past event. When it's like, why the fuck do you keep saying in your own thoughts about things that that you already know, just so that like the fucking author can show you that that he fucking knows like so it's like over and over him being like i can tell from hearing his heartbeat that he's telling the truth like yeah well i I don't know it's that's the problem of of getting like this type of comic nerd to write comics because he he's like you said he's he's only writing to show off his knowledge of the comics so like you know there's one point where it's pure fucking fan fiction yeah shit yeah (laughs) where where he's like where mysterio's you know doing his big long monologue he's like hey yeah we only met once before and like obviously that's like referencing apparently some you know crop daredevil issue uh and so but kevin smith's just like ah yeah i know that they met together before you know but, i i know it that kind of stuff but this is but this is a huge <laughs> plot hole in his stupid fucking uh pointless plot oh, that yeah. daredevil can't tell he's lying and he could have written in and and also kevin never doesn't explain something so if he so yeah. so if he did have like an explanation like Mysterio was using some kind of a heartbeat illusion to trick him, he would have had him say that <laughs> because he had Mysterio explain literally every single fucking thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> entire about issue, his plan. Yeah, issue and seven. He did not, and he did not explain any reasoning for why Daredevil couldn't tell that he was lying. So I, issue so seven that's is fucking like bullshit right there. Yeah. Well, like you said, I, issue seven is like the final showdown, and it's literally just Mysterio talking through that the entire yeah, team, and it's, then and then killing himself. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, and and it's after we've established a ticking clock that like there's a baby about to die yeah. in twenty minutes, being deprived of oxygen. And uh, and then he just and then you have the bad guy just going on and Daredevil just patiently listens to him telling his whole fucking life story, <laughs> you know, rather than having some sense of urgency about the baby he's trying to say. <laughs> Kevin Smith must have learned that, like, the way that you do professional, like, really nice professional soundproofing is you create a vacuum chamber between the rooms because he, he really talks about that a lot. Like, he really wants people yeah, yeah. to know you, that. you. You create a vacuum, like, and he's basically saying, like, you have to create a vacuum, like, in space because you have to deprive the area of oxygen to create a vacuum, which means there's no oxygen in the chamber where the baby is. But the baby I can think survive the ba- for so 20 minutes. So that doesn't make, yeah, that's, that doesn't make any sense. I think, I think there's, or so you say, the way oh, they do it in, outer, in there's real an outer, life. There's a, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, explain. like a little, like, shell or something. Like a room within a room. So the baby has a limited Just amount say of air in his little box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a fucking... It's a fucking magic super science universe. You can just say I used a, the magic soundproofing yeah. machine. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need... 
But so the baby has a limited supply of air in his little box. And then there's no oxygen outside of the box. And that's why he's going to die. She's going to die in 20 minutes. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. That's okay. (laughs) So, but we, we should, we should get to the, like, what the the comic wants you to think is the plot until it gets to the Mysterio okay. stuff, which is, uh, okay, so Daredevil's girlfriend left him to go do a radio job in L.A., whatever that happens. And she's um, also like then, a big uh, slut, apparently. <laughs> yeah, she used to be a big slut she's, junkie. She's, uh, she's slutting around in L.A. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But Daredevil is so nice, he still loves her. Anyway, yeah. so then, you know... We get to the actual like meat of the plot, which is there's this young girl running around with a baby and he hears her and he's like, oh, no, those people are in trouble. I can hear heartbeats. This goes on. A bunch of other stuff happens. Oh, Eventually, he never the shuts up about hearing people's baby. heartbeats. He's always <laughs> explaining never. in the most long winded fucking way about everybody's heartbeat. Like whenever it's one of his ex-girlfriends, like this is a heartbeat I know well. I've heard this heartbeat in the throes of passion. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. like, Any time one of his ex-girlfriends is around, which is a lot, he does. A, he has explains like remembering what her heartbeat sounds like when they're having sex. <laughs> Kevin is obsessed with this aspect. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, like you, you mention you can mention the heartbeat thing exactly one time, and then every other time after that, just show yeah. it. Just yeah. show it on the page. It doesn't matter. Like, and you anyway. especially don't need him waxing poetic about the history of all the times he's heard everyone's heartbeat every time he fucking does it. For God's sake. So he he's given this baby by the girl. Uh, she says, like, yeah, I never had sex, but I had this baby. And, of course, he's like, her heartbeat. She's telling the <laughs> truth. Um, and so he's like, oh, it's like Jesus, immaculate conception. Some stuff happens, um, like some bad stuff happens to him, kind of. And then uh mr mccabe is it supposed to be like macabre is that the stupid i thing thought that it happens? was like maccabees yeah like that was the bible that was i that was what i was oh, oh yeah yeah so this this old man comes to his law office wants to talk with him and he's like he had an appointment but nobody remembered scheduling the appointment and he's like i'm from this secret society that protects people uh he implies that they're the people who like made everybody superheroes by accident like they are the people. Who oh yeah, the yeah. That was that was yeah, yeah, Spider Man. He's the they're Hulk. angels. They're secret Catholic angels that are have been influencing all of the events that cause people to become superheroes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He gives them this like weird little cross thing, this like little amulet, but without a you know, like neck part. I don't know what you'd call it, like a little trinket, basically. Um. Then Matt's like. He, Mac, there's like a weird scene here where he just beats the shit out of a mugger. Like, oh, yeah, he brutalizes this black man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he brutalizes oh this ba- black guy who tried to mug him. Like, beats the shit out of yeah, him, and, and is like, he oh, just I'm, keeps I'm so fucked up. It just, and he just keeps beating on him, and uh, you know, like Kevin's trying to do this little thing where it's like, oh, he's kind of not so different from the criminals in a way because he's violent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I totally, uh, I totally like skipped right over this. So the Maccabees guy tells him that the baby he was just given is actually the Antichrist and is evil and he needs to kill it or whatever. So he's conflicted about that, which is stupid because it's a baby. Yeah. Don't kill the baby. Uh, before this point, uh, we see that um, Matt is having a crisis of faith and he's not sure that God even exists. Right. 
And the guy, this guy comes in and tells him that this baby is the Antichrist and needs to be killed. But Matt doesn't need to kill the baby himself. All he needs to do is turn the baby over to them and they'll take care of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then Matt, yes. but then Matt immediately with yeah. no provocation jumps to the realization like, I have to kill this evil beast <laughs> of a baby. Like, doesn't, yeah. without attempting to investigate the veracity of this man's claims, whether any of this is true or makes sense, when he's not even sure that God exists. They made it very clear to us he's doubting the existence of God. Yeah. But then all a guy, a weird old guy just has to show up and tell him this baby's the Antichrist, but don't worry, I'll kill it for you. You don't have to kill it. And he's trying to throw the fucking baby off a roof. <laughs> like, he's fucking... And obviously we learn later that it's because he's been drugged. Every fucking insane, psychotic, evil thing that he does that seems so bizarre and unexplained, it's, oh, because he was on drugs the whole time. That's the explanation. Yeah. He has a drug like, that affects him in a very... He has a drug that affects him in a very specific way in certain specific circumstances yeah. that made him a crazy piece of shit. Uh, so that's all fine. It's not it, Yeah, it's yes. some weird drug that, like, bonds with his, like, cerebral cortex or something like that. That was so... Oh, my God. So, Doctor oh. Doctor Strange explains it, and it's oh, it's yeah, like cool. Yeah. Doctor Strange is in Doctor this Strange right. comes in to explain a whole bunch of shit. Uh, yeah, there's um there's something in the first issue that I wanted to um uh, talk about. Uh, fuck, where is that? <laughs> uh, in oh here it is. After when he uh, first stops the car of the guys that are trying to kill the or, or trying to kill the the girl with the baby so she's like a teen girl with a baby uh he try, stops his car whatever he says uh, the hydra falls under the billion a year insurance policy the city oh this is actually a lawyer thing so i'm glad we have chris here for this <laughs> the hydra falls under the billion a year insurance policy the city took out for metahuman damages he says i brokered the deal last month fee less like <laughs> he's saying fee, fee- Space less. less. Okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the term, the legal term, is pro bono. Yes. Isn't that what you say? Yeah. (laughs) But he's well, and not to mention, I have no clue why a guy in private practice is brokering brokering a deal for an insurance policy for the city of New York. Presumably, they have their own attorneys. No, no, but he he has to do it, and he has to do it for free because of. More of that Catholic guilt the Padre was talking about. Uh, yeah. He says Padre so much. Oh. <laughs> but like, but <laughs> that's just like, are you a fucking, are, are, what kind of dumbass child, right? Fila, did, was anyone fucking editing Kevin? Because his writing is so atrocious no. and no, no one thinks to do anything about fee less to, like, what is that? <laughs> I'm sure they don't. Be, they be, they just weren't editing it. Like I I truly believe that they let him write whatever he wanted. There's so and much did not garbage. Change a single there's thing. so many confusing run-on sentences. I don't oh. even know what the fuck they're talking about. Well, it's clear that they didn't edit him because if you read if you read like Joe Quesada's uh, introduction. Uh, he's basically like, oh my God, getting Kevin Smith was the biggest get for, he made us work and it was so, such a big deal. And I'm editor in chief now because I got Kevin Smith to write for Marvel. 
I, assu- I assume Kevin oh. also wrote all the very funny Stan Lee style name jokes on the, the names Awful. of each issue. Oh, that's Kevin dude. Kung Fu Grip Smith, Joe Puff Daddy Quesada. Ugh. <laughs> it's 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 so bad. Anyway, uh back to the plot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so eventually, you know, he calls up Black Widow uh to ha- hang out like to hang out with the baby cuz he's like, I don't know what to do with this baby. Oh, yeah. I'm a man. Just yeah, drops he's the a baby woman. off Here's on the her. Baby. But, what the but fuck? then she's within, like a within stu- like, like a hours, spot. his apartment is in a complete wreck. And he hasn't yeah. changed the baby's diaper in like hours and hours and hours. So like this poor baby is sitting there in her like p- piss and shit. And then the, oh. the first woman shows up and he's like, "Here, take her. You know what to do with her." He, he's he's got he's got like five different bottles of milk like squirting out and leaking all over the place. Like he's having a fucking <laughs> that was really milk gross. fight in there. Yeah. What do you? Yeah, it looks like there's jizz all over the room, and there's there's I just feel these really stri- bad for there's just Harley these str- strings of fucking milk. Like it it has like the consistency of jizz. It doesn't make any sense. It looks gross. <laughs> it's 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 really bad. And why, um, why is he getting so he- milk all over the place? What is wrong? Why is it on the walls? <laughs> So he goes out to like after giving the baby to uh, Black Widow, who for some reason is like, okay. he goes out to, you know, beat the shit out of people and brood. And then so she meets him on the roof. They talk for a bit. They argue. He says he immediately tries to kill the baby. And this is right. And he throws the baby off. He he grabs the baby from her roof, throws the baby off the roof. Psychotic. I don't care how many drugs you're on. A daredevil shouldn't be doing no. that, right? Or, like, or at least like, yeah, a like superhero he's shouldn't not be even quite like. How strong is this? This is it like a mind control drug? Because it's like you're not even questioning this impulse you suddenly have to murder a baby. Right. You know. Oh my god! Like drugs thing. He might as well have just said, "Oh, it was all a dream." Because it's like the the drugs thing just excuses all the shitty like plotting and oh oh there, there's a thing we forgot to mention the very first thing that happens in the comic is there's an explosion at a maternity ward and like a bunch of babies get killed oh and and that all has absolutely nothing to do with the rest nothing to do with anything yeah and the the whole time you're waiting to hear like what like how that connects how it's part of this like conspiracy like there must have been a reason that they killed all those babies and it's connected somehow. But no, when Mysterio reveals his grand plan and how he's orchestrated all these events, he's like, oh, yeah, actually, the maternity ward, that wasn't me. I don't know who killed all those babies, but that was convenient for my plan. And it's like, what do you mean? Yeah. That didn't play into your thing at all. They yes. would never. <laughs> it was Ugh. just Kevin being needlessly fucking cruel. That's the other thing about the way he writes these comics is he's so fucking callous mm-hmm. to the characters in the comics. He loves he he's like. You know the thing about, like, the fridging phenomenon? Yeah, yeah. The two Kevin Smith comics I've read, the girlfriends died. So, right. weird. Oh, and uh, and he completely stole the... So, there's a, fa- there's a famous thing, I assume, from Frank Miller's run, right? Where Bullseye kills Elektra? Yes. Right? And, that, so, and he did the exact same thing of having Bullseye kill Karen, who's, yep. like, the girl he loves now. So, like... <laughs> You're just you're literally just repeating like a very famous thing from the comics past that you're trying to just imitate. 
It's so bizarre. And yeah, and for no reason, he has a whole bunch of babies get murdered. A very tragic thing that yeah, has nothing to do with the plot. Could have not been mentioned It's like at all. mentioned twice. It, it's and completely then, unnecessary Myster- and only and mentioned twice. Mysterio was like, like oh yeah, it worked. It went right along with my plan. So I just took credit for it. And it's like, what do you mean? You never took credit for it and it never had anything to do with your plan. It was just an unrelated tragic event. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say, so I just found the, uh, the page where Doctor Strange is explaining the drug, which is, of course, full of unnecessary dialogue. But there's also a part where he's like, pouring water into a teacup and the water looks like jizz yeah and it's dripping everywhere why why so you so before that's unnecessary why does this look like jizz too before we started recording we were talking about the art right and i think the art in this looks pretty bad uh it's not good it's it's not as it's definitely not as bad as fucking kevin walt flanagan's art in the Uh, no i mean it couldn't be but I mean, it's so like, I just hate how it looks. It looks so Archie comics, like especially the women, like they look so ridiculous. And But you were saying you were looking at the pencils and they actually look good. Yeah. So at the end of the version that I acquired um, from a website, they have, it's the trade paperback version. They have like the original pencils and they look like really good, actually, which I'm surprised because the comic looks really so bad. There were some insanely bad like the inker and colorer were so bad that they fucked this up and were they responsible for the fact that everything looks like fucking jizz i think partly but i think a lot of it is also just like the style of the time was to make comics look really bad like it's that that like shading that they were doing at that time to like work with the page like you know those like kind of weird slippery shiny pages and it just, it looks, whole, I've never seen it look good. But these pencils look great, I would say. Like, yeah, I was. I, I can see why Joe Quesada could move up in Marvel like that because he's a fantastic yeah, artist. I, yeah, based I was on these pencils. confused about that looking at this. I'm like, isn't this guy supposed to be like a one, like a great artist? Like, this shit looks ugly. It's the, the, the way this stuff looks is like gross to me. It makes me feel queasy. So the, the anchor is yeah. Jimmy. Uh, Palmiotti and I, I the name is familiar but I can't say I've actually read any I, of his stuff but I just know he has like this like shitty like kind of like douchey reputation in, in uh, mm. so I my guess is if like the look of it comes down to him because I, I inkers have like a weird a lot of control over how the final product looks like you know at, to quote Kevin's the great Kevin Smith they're not just tracers you know <laughs> uh they're you know right. they're, they're, maybe they should be. yeah yeah no you no know? Yeah, no, I, I know that like a shitty inker can really like ruin art. <laughs> like they they can they can really like change the the look of it. But because yeah, not every panel in this looks so bad. There's yeah. like it's it's very inconsistent. Is the other thing like there are some panels where they look fine, and then sometimes where it looks so, like such bad, like cartoony, like just ugly. You, you know who looks really fucked up in this book? Uh, Foggy. Foggy looks like gum. Oh yeah. God, I hate, I hate. Why seeing does he him. look like that? Is that not what Foggy usually looks like? Because he looks like such a weird little fucking turd. I fucking hate. It's him. like I hate. It's his like face. somebody took what Foggy because Foggy usually doesn't look good. No. Like uh, I think that the the guy that they casted for Foggy in the Marvel show is like an okay We're, representation right. of what well, Foggy see, usually so, looks like. Well, that made sense in this to Foggy me. looks so <laughs> shiny and slick in. Like, 
grease it's it's really gross i i do not like seeing him well here's um, the thing i that ugh. guy i i have similar feelings about the way that guy looks that actor like anytime i see him i'm just kind of like ugh. like <laughs> and then when i see foggy in this comic i'm like oh that makes sense now i get why they cast that guy <laughs> uh so the other um, so foggy has his own subplot that's all part of this uh where he's uh He's like cheating on his girlfriend with like a client who's he's who he's he, doing he gets seduced for. by this lady that Mysterio hired. And his then whole his the, whole the lady plot also is dies. So, like, so horny and gross. It I sucks. It. It's like okay, the lady seduces him and then kind of kills herself, sort of, and then he gets accused of rape well, he, and murder. Well, Mysterio gives her like a hot shot or something. Yeah, she appears to turn. Oh, yeah, she's working for them, and she's like, uh, because she's like a junkie. She's pretending to be like a rich divorcee, and uh, she appears to transform into some kind of demon, and that freaks Foggy out, and like she falls out the window and dies, and he goes to jail for her murder. But that was all her death and in his hallucination. Everything was all orchestrated by Mysterio. So Mysterio can also control exactly what people see with his <laughs> magic hallucinogens. Yeah. Like he can make it specifically so that this woman will look like a scary demon to Foggy because well, that was part of his plan. <laughs> when was Foggy dosed too? Like, I, I don't remember. Like, how would have he have even gotten the chick? The, think gr- so. the, the woman dosed him. Oh, OK. Oh, because right. she was working for Mysterio in exchange for drugs, and that so that's another another thing. This is a woman who's like yes. basically she's like a junkie and like willing to have sex with someone for for drugs and, and like for like the just uh just awful disgusting treatment of women. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, and then r- right after that, uh, that's when Karen shows up and she's freaking out and crying. Matt says, "Good God, Karen, slow down," and she says, "God." Forget you and your God after what he's done to me. <laughs> so awful writing. He just casually uses the word God. She's like, God, your your precious God just gave me AIDS. <laughs> it's uh, it's it sucks. Like it's it's shitty because he I like I, I know you're going to talk about other Kevin Smith stuff beyond like the Batman stuff you've read. Uh, it, but yeah. if I'm not mistaken, I think he also gives a girl in the in his Green Arrow run um, AIDS as well. Oh my God! Does he what fucking is the really? matter? Oh, but of course, oh obviously God. Karen doesn't actually have AIDS, and uh, that was Mysterio pretending to be a doctor, right. giving her a false positive to trick her because it's all part of his. <laughs> yeah, so. It, you might be detecting a theme here, and it's that nothing in this comic actually happened. None of this, none none of of this is real. It's all matters. bullshit. But yeah. what, actually, what what did happen was Bullseye murdered a church full of nuns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened. Oh, Jesus. Well, yeah, so a nasty. A church full of nuns and, like, homeless people who were, like, taking shelter in there die there, too. They yeah. Make, they but, make really sure to oh, mention yeah. that. Come on, oh, man. M- Mysterio did kill lots and lots of people, including that young girl that he secretly impregnated against her will. Once her part of the plan was done, he just had her kidnapped her, kidnapped and just killed her off screen. Yeah, you know, like that she, was fucked. What the up. fuck? The, the whole thing. Ke- Kevin, wa- Kevin wanted to do this like intricate master plan kind of story with a grand reveal, but doesn't have a good enough brain to actually put together. Like a, <laughs> uh, some kind of complicated 
a criminal plot. So it's really his his Mysterio's big master plan comes down to him just doing a bunch of weird random crap to trick <laughs> and to, tri- to trick to so trick Daredevil cruel. into thinking I, that to thinking that bad things were happening that actually weren't, but also killed a lot of people, including Daredevil's girlfriend in the process. Like. And it's like, and, you could have just killed his girlfriend if that's your fucking game. Kill his girlfriend and his mom if you're trying to, like, menace him that way. Like, the tricking him into thinking these religious things were happening and then being like, guess what? That actually wasn't happening. <laughs> How, what is that? What is the fucking point of any of that? Here's the thing. So, like, I guess this is like, oh, they want to make Daredevil, like, totally reject God because of all this bad stuff happens. Bad shit happens all the time in real life. And he lives in Hell's Kitchen, which is apparently uh, the worst place to live in Marvel's New York. Bad, like, tons of children die of random diseases every day. This is, like, this stuff sucks, but it's also, like, bad shit happens. I don't think that this would make Daredevil that... I don't know. Well, like, but all, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Also, like, he's he's in like he never does seem to totally uh, reject his faith. In fact, like he he he's ha- he's like a little unsure about God's existence in the beginning. That doesn't really come up again once all the stuff starts happening. This, so, like, it's really not about faith. Like, it no, pretends to be, all. but it's just about like, oh, what if there was an evil baby? <laughs> oh, like. Uh, also, like it's not he doesn't really talk about his faith ever people just kind of poke fun at him for it like if you read this after reading the frank miller run i think you would genuinely lose your mind because this is such a different view of religion and like the importance it might have on your life than the one the frank the born again run it, it's it's truly i'm not religious but this is like offensive to me just as somebody who knows of the existence of catholics this is <laughs> the only thing, so upsetting the only thing that's catholic about uh uh this comic is all of kevin's weird neuroses about sex and women and shit which is the same <laughs> yes. stuff that's already in all of his other work yeah so so here's uh, like you, you know, um, Mysterio's like kind of like sort of implies that he's like, oh, I just want to like break you down, just, and that's also being ripped off of Frank Miller's run because that was what the Kingpin did to to. Yeah, he found out right. Daredevil's real identity is Matt Murdock, and he's like, okay, I'm going to slowly make you go insane by like ruining everything about to do your uh, do with your life, and this is the exact same thing. And and Kingpin was like specifically hurting. Kingpin was specifically like hurting the people close to him in very intimate ways. This is just Mysterio killing a lot of people right. who most of them don't have anything to do with him. Yeah, and getting uh, his friend uh, uh, fall, uh, framed for murder so that he goes to jail and daredevil worries about that for about five minutes before getting back to foot you don't we don't check in with that at all like the idea is like oh no everything around him is going wrong his ex-girlfriend has aids and his his friend is in jail but it's like those aspects of the plot aren't being juggled foggy goes to jail and he's like fuck and he loses his job and he's like shit but then he has to get back to like his like the foggy stuff doesn't fucking matter. And also his girlfriend having AIDS doesn't matter. What matters is that his girlfriend fucking dies. So like that, that's the worst, that's the worst thing. And all the other stuff isn't going to stick. You reveal your master plan. Foggy gets out of prison. That's not ruining his life, really. No. The, ru- the only like, investigation ugh. stuff that Daredevil does is go to Doctor Doctor Strange and be like, yo, is this fucked up or what? Like, that, this, like the, is this baby evil? Yeah, is this baby oh, evil? Like, also, and then that's it. Everything else happens to him. He doesn't, like, figure out anything. So, yeah, yeah. And, but, so, like, 
the worst thing by far that he does to Matt is have his girlfriend killed. Yeah. Everything else is meaningless compared to that. You know, you kill someone that someone loves. All the other stuff doesn't matter. Certainly doesn't matter to Matt. We don't see him shed a single tear about that poor young woman whose baby he's responsible for, who just got killed unceremoniously off screen. You know, yeah, like he doesn't like it. And also the baby and, and the mysterious make it clear that the baby, he's not even the one that killed the babies, which had nothing to do with this. Oh, also, this is just something. Ugh. This is a classic bit of Kevin dialogue here. When Foggy comes into his office the night after his disastrous date, he's uh Matt, remember Terrence Flanagan, uh, the guy oh. we refused to defend in that stabbing case? Well, I spent last night trying not to be Mrs. Terrence Flanagan. What? You know, that classic thing where you make funny prison rape jokes. Oh, like, Jesus. While, while, you're, while your whole life is falling apart around you, you oh. still got to get yeah. a little funny uh, rape joke. <laughs> Oh, and also get it, Flanagan. He knows a guy named Flanagan. So hey, oh, that, that's oh, throughout the that's whole. Right. He, he name drops. Oh god, he name drops his wife in another person. Yeah, the the, 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 the one law firm was. is like Mosier. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mosier and Schwalbach. Yeah, he's such a fucking sucks, sh- shitty, self-centered freak. Like it's there's so many Jay and Silent Bob drops throughout this fucking thing. Yes, and it's like you couldn't just put a Jay and Silent Bob thing once in the comic. You have to do it again and again. No, well, and and, uh, because this is this is Kevin at the height of everyone thinking he was awesome. Yeah, so it's like of course he's gonna like you know like be like oh his fans are gonna love this self suck a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Looking at that, I do want to say I'm just sort of extra lame. <laughs> I'm just sort of scrolling through the comic. There is one cool part of this, which might be just ripped off from something else. But Daredevil knocks out Bullseye's teeth, and then he like throws him because you know Bullseye's oh, thing right. is he can throw anything oh, yeah. and hits a weapon. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Other than that, I oh. genuinely don't think there's another good part of this oh, comic. Also, there's never even really a coherent narrative to the like fake uh, story that Mysterio's trying to create for Daredevil that really yeah. comes together. There's this guy Ball who's supposed to be an angel and he's trying to protect the baby, which implies that it is actually the second coming of Christ and that the 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 old guy who's actually Mysterio is the evil one and wants to kill. But then that guy said, but it's like it never really gels into like a coherent like story that he's created for him. And then like before and then he just reveals that the whole thing's fake. So it's like. Then what was what was the point? Yeah. You invested so much time into only sort of setting up a story that didn't pay off at all. <laughs> the the ball guy was the way he looks is like hilarious because he's wearing these like you know like like Lee like Lee dungarees with like this gigantic like Dickie's belt <laughs> and he, like he's like I, yo I'm an angel <laughs> it's like yeah yeah well he and he's he, got like this fucked up red face it, it's yeah. so fucking funny well because he, he looks <laughs> he looks super evil and demonic and his name is Ball which is the name of a demon. But what's this? He's actually an angel, but not really because it's just a fucking Whoa. guy in a suit. Yeah, it's not anything. And Daredevil like <laughs> figures that out so quickly. What, it's, why? Ugh. And why? Why wouldn't if you're making a fake thing? Why wouldn't the angel just look like an angel? Why yeah. have the misdirect of him seeming like a demon, but he's actually an angel? But then he's not even. He's just a guy in a suit. Like what? <laughs> it's like there's it really also doesn't seem like Kevin had a clear idea of where he was going with this when he started putting it together. 
<laughs> There's also a ripoff of the Watchmen scene in which Rorschach is like at a bar and some guy's like, I'm not scared of Rorschach. Oh, and then he comes yeah. up behind him. You know, oh, that sucks so well, much. That, that sucks <laughs> on multiple levels because oh, not only... Oh, because he does a bunch of Batman references. Yes. Into, it, it, yeah. Oh my oh. God, that's so... Li- Oh yeah, he he drops Batman and Superman references in this, which is like, what is that? Is yeah. he like just revealing how much he wishes he was doing the like more famous uh, well, DC Comics this, this whole comic? He just he wishes he was doing Batman. Like, yeah. Daredevil makes Batman faces. Yes. He broods like Batman. This is not really a Daredevil comic. He, this is a guy that knows too much about comics who couldn't wasn't allowed to write a Batman comic yet, unfortunately. Yeah. It's no, you're right. Though so this is definitely so... like a Batman. There's definitely like the way Daredevil was acting was definitely like real Batman-y, like you know, like snapping yeah. at people and stuff like that. Like all the fucking faces that yeah. he makes. Come on. <laughs> um, I I feel kind of bad because it's really hard to describe the plot of this book because it it tr- like and it's I'll admit so we're nothing. not the best at describing plots. If you've listened to this show, you probably picked up on that, but. <laughs> This just doesn't make any sense. So it's like I'm describing it and I realize I'm saying something that has no bearing on the actual story of it just seems like it does. Like it's 99% red herrings. Mm-hmm. So there's no way you could figure this out ahead of time. There's no way you could like feel good for noticing a detail because none of them matter. Like here, here here's <sighs> a, here's a thing that I have a problem with. Uh so so in the begin, we open with Daredevil having like a crisis of faith. He's not sure if God exists, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's with Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange is trying to help him. And Doctor Strange summons the demon Mephisto. Yeah. And Daredevil is like, "Oh yeah, Mephisto, I know this guy." And it's like, so <laughs> you're you're not sure if God exists, but you've personally met like famous demons from fucking uh christian apocrypha like so (laughs) like what like so you know that hell is real you know demons exist you've personally had uh experiences with them and like how can you be like i'm not sure if god is real like what i I just don't like, just say like maybe God isn't good. Like maybe yeah, God is yeah, such a nice yeah. guy. That's, yeah, it's that so would make simple. so much more sense. And then also, you know, because Kevin insists on constantly making references to the larger Marvel universe, like we can't ignore the fact that like other divine entities exist. Like we know that there's Thor. We know that there are fucking uh, Nordic gods, and we know that there are like crazy space gods and stuff. So it's like. That would be enough to induce a crisis of faith if you're like uh, been raised to believe in this monotheistic yeah. uh, cosmology. And like, sure enough, there are whole other universes of gods and demons that would fuck with a person of faith. wouldn't yes. it? Yep. But no, you it's just think- like, I'm not sure if God even exists. And it's like, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Fucking like, <laughs> you've met several. Yeah, like, you exactly. probably met four, yeah. right? <laughs> it's, it's like, it's crazy. Well, That's it's- why... Th- there was a, there was a thing where like I think uh, DC Comics like revealed like a few years ago they're like oh Batman is an atheist and I'm like what the fuck like Batman has has uh, met like the Greek gods and shit yeah like, what do you mean he's yeah. a fucking atheist that doesn't make any sense <laughs> he's not he can't in, a, be. in the a comic book universe like where you know gods like personally yeah like it, like what does and, it mean to be an atheist <laughs> even just from like the like 
process, like a logical process. He's friends with Superman. Yeah. Like he, you yeah. can just be like, well, he's kind Superman of a god. Superman is basically so a god. Yeah. He, he <laughs> met he met the new gods. He literally met yeah, yeah. gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he shot Darkseid yeah, like, in in one. Yeah. time. he literally shot Darkseid with a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking and, about? And demons. He knows he's friends. <laughs> he's friends with demons. Uh, the oh, Greek yeah. gods. That's de- right, Etrigan. The, the, the Greek gods, the Olympian gods, uh, canonically exist in fucking in DC Comics. <laughs> Batman knows that, and he's fought with like crazy space gods, like. And he's like, "Oh, I'm an atheist." Like, what the fuck are you talking? About? <laughs> no, you're not. That's a, that's, an, that's an obsolete concept in, in your world. <laughs> But um, anyway, yeah. that's not about Kevin Smith. Yeah, I know. That's just that's a um, comic. Thi- that's a comic <laughs> thing in general. But uh, for Kevin Smith specifically, it's just kind of a missed opportunity, I guess, because it's like it's just something that he didn't even bother to think about. You know, dumbass. Uh, I want to say so even on the pages with very little text, most of them are extremely like overtly text heavy like there's this thing where daredevil saves the baby and he's like falling fast oh i can't father forgive me no not father and then he like shoots his hook up on and he hangs on a cross and he swings down and it's like it would be fine in in a different comic but in this it just comes across as so hokey and so just it's 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 made by somebody who does not care about this stuff at all, despite his yeah uh, incredible amount of talking about it. That's just because he talks too much about everything, yeah. and it's ugh. so so. Also, this is all another thing that's like confusing, like about the scene with Doctor Strange and the demon. Uh, the thing that they're specifically trying to figure out is whether or not uh, the baby is. Uh, uh, the Christian redeemer as in the second coming of Christ. Right. Yeah. So, and, and Dr. Strange says, yeah, no, I checked the astral plane. I didn't hear anything about that. And they summon the demon just to ask them that. <laughs> and the demon gives them a, them a whole fucking, uh, like a little like fucking Bible lesson where it's like, Oh no, it says oh, in the Bible, it's just like fucking dogma. It oh, says yeah. in the Bible that when Jesus comes back, he's going to be an adult, not a baby. So that doesn't make any sense. Oh, there you know? was something. Hold on. Let me see if I could. There was something that Mephisto said that was like, Jesus Christ, even your demons talk like fucking Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> lame. But also, but until this point, we've mostly been led to believe that the baby was the Antichrist. Right. right? In fact, nobody actually like. So the first thing he's heard is that it was a divine birth. So your first thought is like, oh, that's like Jesus. Yes. But then the guy that seems to know what he's talking about says it's the Antichrist. Uh, Daredevil believes him and then tries to kill the baby repeatedly. But then <laughs> yeah. when he goes to Doctor Strange, he's like, I have to find out if this baby is Jesus. And it's like, you seemed pretty sure it was the ant, and you're so focused on the Jesus angle and not even asking about the Antichrist thing because if it were the Antichrist, well, it's it just a normal make sense. fucking baby. Yeah, yeah, it is a, yeah, it's a normal yeah. baby. But I mean, like, but then it seems like he's trying to do a misdirect here where it's like, oh, according to the Bible, blah, 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 it can't be Jesus. So then you think like, oh, so maybe like it seems like it's a misdirect because it actually is the Antichrist. But that wouldn't make sense as a misdirect because they've already told us over and over that it's the anti. But then they're not they don't even investigate that angle at this point in the right. You know what I mean? It like doesn't yeah. none of this shit fits together. I, I found the thing about from, that Mephisto yeah. said. So he's give, he's talking about the Bible, like you said, and then he says, "Now I'm no literary major. This is a fucking demon from hell talking oh like this." Oh my god, so fucking lame. 
This and he's like the Lord of Hell or something, isn't he in Marvel? I yeah, I mean, like he's basically but, Marvel's no, devil. Yeah, he's oh. he's essentially well, Marvel's. Mephi- Mephisto is one of I think he's one of the kings of he's one of the either one of the princes of Hell or one of the kings. I'm not sure, but obviously, like obviously, and d- it depends on which uh, fucking um, you know source you read. But uh, I couldn't remember the name Grimoire. That's the word I was looking for. Different Grimoires rank that rank the devils differently, but Mephisto's definitely one of the the high ranking demons. <laughs> Trevor knows a lot about that stuff because um, he is a devil worshipper. <laughs> Nobody put three parentheses I... on that. <laughs> 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 uh yeah uh, um do we have do, does anybody else have anything they want to like really touch on um, it sucks there, it's so bad there were definitely more things but it sucks so much uh how fuck. how would you compare this to his batman stuff trev i think this is that is tough My, yeah, I almost. I've been thinking feel, about this since I finished it. I feel like it's worse, but maybe that's just because I've read it more recently. Oh my god! I, I think, totally forgot to mention Natasha uh, Black Widow calls herself a godless Soviet. Oh <laughs> yeah! Oh my god! It's like I forgot for, about Ke- that. Kevin's understanding of what the Soviet Union is is very confusing. Like mm-hmm. obviously he grew up with the understand because it's godless. Like that's what they the right wing freaks all said about it at the time, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And but it's like so he uh, Daredevil's having his whole crisis of faith, and she's like, "Well, take it from the godless Soviet." Like someone from Russia wouldn't say that. No. That's like an American propaganda thing. Any idiot should know. And then. And then when he's getting all paranoid right before he like beats her up for no reason, he's like, should have never trusted her. She's a spy, a one-time communist, sent right. to this country years back by a godless government <laughs> to infiltrate him. And then, then he says she turned on Mother Russia, didn't she? And don't old habits die hard? Who's to say she's not betraying mankind? So you're like completely contradicting yourself here. And but it's so the fucking it's just supposed to be the drug giving him all these crazy thoughts. But the shit that he's saying is so. Oh, but betrayal is a woman, isn't it? They birthed it in the garden and have passed it down from generation to generation ever since teaching their successors the art of untruth, the beauty of deception. Satan's their father and the black widow is daddy's little girl. Jesus. He like the, he's laying this on so thick. Like, and, and he must know what it looks like because at one point he has uh, Matt say, "Well, do you think I'm a misogynist?" And and Black yeah. Widow, Black Widow's like, "No, no, I think you just need to work on yourself, buddy." And just like, "Oh yeah, when Black yeah when Black Widow is like trying to explain like, oh maybe he has some issues with women like." She just says, like, well, your mom abandoned you, and then this woman was a bitch to you, then this other woman uh, slutted around on you. And just, she, even she is blaming all the women. Yeah. Like, she doesn't even, like, she's saying, like, oh, you clearly have issues with women because all of these women you've ever loved were bad and they hurt you and it was their fault. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so Kevin trying to introduce the idea of, like, that of him having complicated issues with women it has to come down to the fact that all the women in his life have been bad. Like it can't, it can't be. Jesus. It's not like that's a thing that anybody with a bad mom has gone through. You know, it's not like that's a very common thing that somebody just like 
hasn't met a lot of good people like yeah. jesus christ <laughs> this this is great i look back on my life and it's littered with the lies women have told me lies that have blackened <laughs> my soul jesus. well it's time to deliver a lesson in truth and truth well truth is pain and then he fucking knocks her ass out (laughs) (laughs) and then tries to kill the baby again (laughs) that's just ripped off from like a like indian guy on twitter that has like a weird sort of social media empire about how like you gotta be a cool dude and like also women suck like that's Mm. Come on. Yeah, it has to be an Indian guy. D- definitely no examples of, <laughs> of white The men guys ever. that I follow There's, that say that I, are yeah. all... <laughs> never seen a uh, white man engaging in any misogyny online, so it's good to specify <laughs> no, that. No, you don't. Ke- Kevin's follow-up will be da- Daredevil being like, Daredevil going his own way. Oh, and then, <laughs> then in the final issue, uh, after uh, Mysterio kills himself, then we get a bunch of stuff with Spider-Man... Uh, Oh, oh, this was a question I had. Why are like the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man and everybody at Karen's uh, funeral? Like just so Kevin could put them in his book. Because like she's not she's not established as a character that like knows all the superheroes. Right. She's just Daredevil's like girl. Right. Right? I, I, I mean, okay. Daredevil's identity is known at like various points and then like it gets taken back a couple times. Uh, right. I, I, I don't know. I, I can't can't well, really recall like where it is at this point um but yeah he's, well he seems to be friends with uh peter right well, and that like, makes they sense no they yeah. know Who's each other's identities yeah. yeah but then you also have the fantastic four there just in the shot they don't say anything actually oh reed and sue look very sad i'm looking at it now reed is like comforting sue <laughs> and uh dr strange is there that makes sense because we yeah. I guess we saw him before it looks like stan there's Lee's some children that are probably an obscure reference that yeah Kevin I, I didn't know what that was about but yeah it's there's like, a why guy would, with like a cool monkey hat yeah. and tiger why, shawl why That's would all cool. these superheroes be at this basically i mean she's sort of famous oh and, iron fist and luke cage this is like oh, the cover yeah. that of the superman versus muhammad ali but with superheroes instead of oh. famous people. <laughs> it's like uh it's like superman it's like funeral for a friend where mm-hmm. all the superheroes show up but that made sense because i was superman's funeral not some random lady yeah <laughs> yeah and then also no no, no, no uh, uh, respects paid to the poor teen girl that got murdered or any of the other people mm-hmm. that were killed. It's just Karen who's so fucking special because she was Matt's girlfriend. What happened to the baby? Who took the baby? Uh, it's, it's explains at the end that there is uh, his mom is in the process of getting the baby adopted. It seemed like the direction we were heading was that maybe I thought they were going to reveal that it was actually Daredevil's daughter, like uh, that Mysterio stole his Daredevil's DNA. (laughs) But no, they never explain. They don't explain where the like sperm that Mysterio implanted in this little girl came from. So I guess it was just his. I don't know. Like, Oh, I just realized yeah. there's like a green I think there's like a green goblin in the background when uh when Spider-Man and Daredevil are talking on the Brooklyn Bridge, there's like some guy flying on a glider in the background oh, in silhouette. That Jesus, that's Peter really? remembering when uh Green Goblin broke Gwen Oh, Stacey's he's neck. telling the story. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's 
That's weird though, because it's only yes. it's just that image of him. There's no other aspect of the scene. Oh wait, no. Oh, you do see her ghostly figure falling. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> maybe the maybe the only thing that was any good in the whole comic is after uh, Daredevil's complaining a lot about how everything sucks and he's a bad person, and that's not good. But then Peter's like, "You saved that baby girl, you idiot!" Like you know, says something like sensible to him. That's mm-hmm. like maybe the only thing in the whole comic that I thought was like, that's a good, you know, that's a good Which thing is, for Which is, again, Man something that say. has been done in every single yeah, superhero. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, and it's also super lineage, obvious. So. <clears throat> yeah, it's also super obvious. And he's a massive dumbass for not thinking of that simple fact. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Murdock is incredibly stupid in this comic. Yeah. yeah, he's such a dumb piece of shit. There's... Nothing like redeeming or good about him. <laughs> sort of like uh, this comic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they don't um, they don't reveal anything about uh, the paternity of the kid or where the kid's going. Like just these completely loose threads that you would think w- with a guy who's like, oh, look, there's a big twist at the end. Like that's the kind of thing when there's a baby and you don't reveal the identity of the father or whatever. That's usually something that, I don't know, the yeah. writer would like touch on yeah. some way. And, and you would think that like the <laughs> last some, like, issue donor. would be like Daredevil, like solving, you know, the, you know, the, the multiple baby murders that happened at the beginning of the comic. But now, yeah, n- never explain. No, we, we don't, we don't know who killed those babies, but was that uh, maybe uh, something in like another comic at the time or something like I that's that's not the impression of the doubt. <laughs> But, but no, because it's I, I mean, the way it's so. the way it's the way they talk about it is if it's supposed to have some bearing on the plot of this comic, because Mysterio is like saying like, oh, that wasn't me, but I was happy to take credit for it or something. And like, what do you mean? Like, what, it doesn't relate to this. Uh, but then also <laughs> Mysterio basically just uh, uh, just kind of theorizes that like, well, I don't know who killed those babies, but whoever it is, they probably went and killed themselves later because they felt so bad about it or something. <laughs> like fuck? that was that was like Kevin's way of just being like, okay, we're just wrap we're not gonna deal with this, but let's just say that's what happened to whoever that was. Doesn't matter. <laughs> wrap that up with a nice bow, Kevin. Yeah. God, it sucks. Um this is what i i to answer my question from earlier i do think this is worse than the batman run just because he actually got to finish it Mm -hmm. so like all the loose ends in the batman run that didn't get tied up would have just gotten worse right oh yeah so i I do think that this is the worst comic he says to his mom has she found some parents yet and she says blah blah yeah a a young couple from new jersey uh right right So it's like, okay, random people that we, oh, but, but even though this this couple from New Jersey is adopting them, Matt still, uh, gets to name her and names her Karen after his fucking dead girlfriend. And it's like, you're not even, not only are, you're the guy that tried to murder this baby twice and aren't doing, didn't even think about maybe stepping up to take care of the kid. Like, you know, and it's like, oh, but I'll name her after my dead girlfriend. Yeah, it's not like he had like you know why bonding you let moment. Her fucking, why don't you let her fucking parents name the baby? You know, yeah. <laughs> none of your fuck, none of your business. <laughs> it oh, is God. insanely fucked up to like be giving a baby up to adoption, and be like, okay, but I'm naming the baby. Yeah, 
It's like when you adopt right. pets from like you know, and it's like uh, it already has a name. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Mysterio stuff like sucked so much. Yeah. Like Mysterio talking about himself, saying like I'm a third stringer, I'm a B lister, or whatever. And it's like that shit sucks. You you have these incredible like abilities, like you. <laughs> you you make like you're making your own destiny as like a villain, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you can be as evil and powerful as you want. It makes no sense for someone in his position to be like, "Oh, I'm such a I'm such a like B-list villain. The other villains don't respect me." It's like you're evil, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> Maybe because you're a fucking loser. Yeah. Like yeah, and it's him having to pay like a million dollars just to talk to Kingpin, like. Dude, you're evil. Show up at his fucking house and like tie him up. Do whatever you want. You don't have to fucking like who the fuck is Kingpin? He's just some asshole. He doesn't have all the crazy uh, Mysterio tech that you have. You can fucking torture. What? You can fucking kill Kingpin. How about that? You're evil. (laughs) All right. We should wrap this up. Um, I (laughs) going long. Well, could I could I do a Kevin's receipts? Because I actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually something that I came across. Actually, since it's it's our first episode back, it's the season premiere, uh, I came across kind of a bombshell Mm -hmm. recently, to be honest. This might be an exclusive, actually. Uh, I don't know if this has been reported in any other media outlet. It really uh, got swept under the rug. This is is actually crazy. I, I was looking at Kevin Smith's fucking Wikipedia for some reason or other. I don't remember why. And I noticed under his, like, philanthropy charity thing, <clears throat> it said the the charity section of his Wikipedia. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah, under philanthropy. Smith is the co-founder of the Wayne Foundation, a Ugh. former a former charity... Supporting women affected by human trafficking and exploitation. In February 2019, Smith donated some of his previously worn jerseys to be auctioned off by the charity. So it says on Wikipedia it's a former charity, and there's a citation for that. And I looked it up, and it says, like, uh, this organization has not appeared on the IRS business master file in a number of months. It may have been blah, 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 exempt statute. So all I can tell from what Wikipedia has is that this charity no longer is no longer active. Uh, but as recently as 2019, he was auctioning off jerseys to raise money for it. So I tried, I went uh, looking uh, in Kevin's post to see if I could find anything about this. And back in 2019, there's there's a post where he's uh, talking about auctioning off jerseys. He tags a uh, woman named uh, Jamie Walton in the, he's, he tags at the Wayne Foundation, which is a broken uh, tag because that Twitter account doesn't exist anymore. I looked for the website. It doesn't exist anymore. You know, it's totally gone. And so I'm already thinking like, hey, that's kind of shitty that you had apparently at a charity that was supposed to help victims of human trafficking that uh, no longer exists. Mm. Uh, but anyway, so he's tagging this woman named Jamie Walton uh, uh, in in his posts about it. And so I like checked on her uh, Twitter, which is still active, and searched uh, Kevin's name and her posts and some other stuff to see if I could like get some more information about what happened. Uh, so um, maybe I'll just read uh, these posts from her because they start to like form a little bit of a picture. Uh, this is from July uh, 2019. And 
just in February of that year, he was auctioning off jerseys to raise money for this. Uh, Jamie Walton says, I never thought the Wayne Foundation would be over, but here we are. Mm. I can't begin to thank all of you for four years of love and support, blah, blah, blah. Uh, someone replies, what, why? She says, ask at that Kevin Smith, right? Um, Whoa. Then there's another another post for her later that same day. How about how about this? At, uh, also, uh, Kevin's last mention of it on his Twitter was back in February when he's doing the auction. So at no point is he replying to any of these or mentioning that it closed down or any of that. Um, how about this? At that Kevin Smith should acknowledge his failure with the Wayne Foundation, period. Oh. Uh, another tweet. So someone replied to that one. Have I got this right? He co-founded the organization with you, then left it, left it to you to pull all the weight. Uh, she replies, yes, that's exactly what at that Kevin Smith did. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, this was a quote tweet. So that guy replied, I hope I'm not going to be dogpiled by his fans now, LOL. Jamie replies again, Kevin will never respond to this. Don't sweat it. <laughs> uh, someone asked, do you have a bo board of directors? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, Jamie says, we do. Kevin is on it. The third member I advise advised I shut the org down due to the toxic nature of the situation. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I, I looked into it a little bit. Um, someone okay this was a reply to someone else uh actually so these are old so some of the tweets are deleted this was much later in january 2020 so this was a deleted tweet i don't know what it says but she says don't bother he never came to the office not once despite a lot of promises he's too busy doing like the real work podcasting yeah so basically the picture that's forming here is I'm not going to read all of the posts from her I found, but it became clear in two things about Jamie Walden became clear. One, she was a huge fan of Kevin Smith. Uh, and the other one is that she apparently has a, a history uh, of her own involving human trafficking, which is why this is such a personal issue for her. Uh, and I guess through Twitter, she managed to get in contact with Kevin Smith and uh, they were talking and the opportunity arose. And obviously he liked the idea of having a vanity charity called the Wayne Foundation. And this was an issue that's important to her. So basically, presumably he he put some amount of his money into it, if not just auctioning the money from selling his stinky old hockey jerseys, which is possible. <laughs> so I don't know how much of his own money he actually even put into it. But basically... He just left her to run it and never paid any attention to it and never uh, returned her calls or anything and just kind of left her in the dust and basically left it to fail. Uh, never came out of not even once. Uh, another reply to a deleted tweet says, Kevin doesn't care about anything. I wouldn't sweat it, dude. <laughs> uh, here's, a, here's a rough one. Yeah, I have cases that haunt me. People still call every week. New referrals, old clients who are desperate. It never ends as long as I have this telephone number. And I still do what I can. Who else is going to? Uh, a deleted reply to your replies to them. Yeah, I've gone through several months of therapy. It's just one foot in front of the other. Jeez. So this is a real, like, huge, uh, terrible burden that Kevin has left this woman with. And just totally, like just ghosted her just left her twisting in the wind jesus christ and and this is a woman 
it's so it sucks so fucking much and it really reading about this really made me disgusted <laughs> like it's I, like ugh. i always think my opinion of kevin smith can't get any lower but to like sort of like uh give the minimal amount of help to someone to start a start a foundation to oh the apparently the big thing that changed in 2019 was that kevin had his heart attack and from what i can read is that ever since his heart attack like she basically hasn't heard from him at all and of course ever since then he's been big on like supporting vegan charities because veganism is his thing <laughs> so okay i guess because you're a vegan now and you care about helping animals that's nice and all so like you don't have time for the you know uh victims of human women who've been trapped human trafficked anymore like that's just you know, I'm kind of all about animals now. So this whole, uh, you know, sex trafficking thing, I just don't have time to worry about that anymore, I guess. <laughs> like, So that sucks. And then the real, the saddest thing is that there are other posts of hers where she said, like, you know, in spite of everything, I'm still a huge fan of Kevin. I really love his movies. When Jane Silent Bob reboot came out, she had posts saying, like, wow, that was so funny. Obviously, my personal history with Kevin is kind of rough, but what a great movie. I still love him. Oh, wow. And and more recently, you can see her still simping in Kevin's replies and like trying to riff with him and getting no response. Oh. <laughs> and it, that made me so fucking sad, dude, because like she was a huge Kevin Smith fan. She was like her hero. And he did this incredibly shitty thing to her Jesus. and she's like still trying to connect with him online. It's so fucked, dude. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> like if it were me, one of the most I evil men been, of all time. If it were me, it would have completely changed everything for me. I'd be like, I hate him. Like, okay, maybe I still like all those movies I grew up with, whatever, but like, he's a piece of shit. I'm not going to try to joke around with him and his replies and stuff. And like, get no reply or acknowledgement from him at all but like just be cool like fuck him he's actually a monster <laughs> so uh that was a real bummer note to end this on but you know <laughs> but like i said this is an exclusive no one has talked about this uh yeah so gumshoe trevor drink trevor combo excuse me either one's fine doesn't matter it's not my real name uh i don't After know the if divorce, anyone's yeah. i don't know if the listeners have put that together but um neither Trevor's real name real name jeffrey epstein that's not right people know that he's the disney uh, one, we're trying though, to the, keep the keep that one. on the down low the disney one is, is a different remember the how there's one? like a there's a jeffrey epstein on twitter and he's just like a disney adult and then oh yeah it's epstein out. not epstein okay it's different different guy uh, <laughs> but yeah so this is an exclusive uh you you no one else is talking about this but we need to talk about kevin it's part of our mission to reveal to the world what a monster this man is we're the only Which one did not start as our mission but i guess yeah it was always my mission <laughs> <laughs> um now chris tell us a little bit about uh your mission tell us tell us about yourself chris <laughs> we haven't talked about you very much yeah. What are you? What are your personal goals? <laughs> like, all right, I'm just gonna say it, Chris. Who are your guys? <laughs> yeah, who are your enemies? You know, well, who are you trying now, to take down? Now, my enemies now are Kevin Smith, but uh, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, glad, glad, glad I could help you with that. No, I mean, like y your whole project has really like 
made me regret a lot of my, you know, puberty and childhood of, of like watching this stuff. And <laughs> I'm sorry. yeah, but well, anyway, I think we, we all kind of regret that stuff. Don't yeah. We? <laughs> Not me. I, I, I liked cool stuff when I was a kid. Well, you're still kind of working on, on, on yours. I will. I, listen, I will never <laughs> stop liking Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I will never stop going through puberty. <laughs> this comic that we read was 200 pages. In the last two days, I read 200 chapters of Dragon Ball Z. And what there was the probably fuck? less less words in those chapters, which are about 16 pages each, than this entire comic. And I'm sure they treated women much better, too. Uh, there's not a lot of women in Dragon Ball Z. Before we get back to Chris, because uh, he had basically just started talking, uh, I, just yeah. one more one more <laughs> note of interest to our uh, the purview of our show is that there was an introduction to one of the paperback trade paperbacks of this written by Ben Affleck himself, and uh, I see it have it here in front of me, and it's not really very interesting. He says he's it's not very noteworthy. No, Ben does a good job. But yeah, it's nothing noteworthy. He was a big Daredevil fan. He's really excited that his friend Kevin Smith gets to write it now. That's the gist of it. <laughs> but um, but right, anyway, back to Chris, Chris. Back to Chris. Yes. <laughs> Let's learn about Chris. And yes. we are wrapping up. So make it quick. Tell us your life story. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm a co-host of a podcast called Parents Just Don't Understand with my uh, friend and co-host, Kurt. Uh, we talk about kids media. Friend of the show. What's that? I said friend of the show. Friend of the show, yes, yeah. Uh, We talk about kids' media uh, and, you know, parenting and things like that um, with, uh, you know, slightly leftist bent. And uh, we just, it's a good time. We we, we recently did an episode about uh, the Michelle Obama starring and produced show Waffles and Mochi. And uh, yeah. So, hey, and, and if you listeners are really lucky, maybe someday in the far future, you'll finally get to hear an episode that Ted and Rose and I recorded <laughs> many months ago. Of parents that, just don't understand. About, that, it was about <laughs> Batman because we were still doing our Batman podcast back then. Oh, uh, right. Someday, maybe uh, uh, Kurt will get around to releasing that episode. So look forward to that. <laughs> Um, uh, and eventually, it hasn't been recorded yet, but it, before I die, it will happen. Uh, I'm going to go on to do a Samurai Jack app because, uh, yeah. I, I'm saying this now to make it more likely to happen, basically. I'm, this is the whole point of this. This entire scheme was just to get Chris on to <laughs> implicate him. Reserve that spot now. I feel like uh, they do like three or four episodes a year. So, you know. <laughs> hey, listen. <we're, laughs> yeah, it's not like they have children yeah, or anything. We're, we, got, we got shit to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. much, they have much more important things to do than you or I combined. So Yeah, I'm just giving you a hard time, buddy. We're all buddies here. This has also <laughs> done some great writing in uh, Blood, Blood Knife magazine. Yeah, uh, also uh, run by uh, the very busy... Uh, Kurt Schiller. So check that out. Give give him some money via Patreon for Blood Knife. Yeah, Blood Knife is great. Uh, tons of friends of the show on Blood Knife. Um, yeah. And it rocks. Yeah. I, I, I occasionally do some uh, editing here and there. You know, I help out, you know. Yeah, don't little, read anything that stuff. Trevor wrote, though. He sucks. 
Yeah. You can just kind of ignore that stuff. You can ignore my writing, but uh, if you're reading Blood Knife, <laughs> there's a chance that I might have, uh, you know, edited a, 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 a paragraph here and there. So you can't, you can't escape me. <laughs> hey, man, if only they had you editing on, on the Kevin Smith comic, right? Right. Uh, I would have edited that whole thing out of existence. <laughs> There's not, nothing I could do to save that thing. It truly, yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. This has been... We need to talk about Kevin. Uh, Chris, were you all done uh, telling us about yourself? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, the other stuff is just like, you know, lawyer stuff that people on a podcast don't need to hear about. Well, subscribe subscribe to uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash WNTTAK. Uh, and you can also hear our, our new, uh, uh, exclusive comic book podcast, Ted and Trevor's Secret Stash. You can also hear, uh, all of the, the episodes of Math Thou May they just did with Valerie. Uh, so. Those are excellent, by the way. Those are a lot of fun. Check, yeah. check that out. <laughs> and then the one that I came on and we just talked about the Adam Sandler the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a good app. It's lots of fun. Well, well worth the uh, $5. That's right. Pay up. All right. Uh, bye, everybody. Goodbye. But before they could work on the next issues, the team had to fix one minor problem. The actual story didn't work. We're going to write ourselves in the corner if this is truly a supernatural story. <laughs>